Since the beginning of time, mankind has existed between the world of light and the world of darkness. Our secret society has been here forever, protecting others from the creatures who inhabit the shadows and the night. Known only to the initiated by our true name, the Legacy. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this bonus episode of The Gatecast. Tonight's episode, we're going to be taking a look at a show called Poltergeist Legacy. And the episode is called The Inheritance. With me tonight is Thomas. Good evening, Thomas. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for being here. No Alan tonight. He is currently in Rome. I want to go to Rome. I've been to Northern Italy, but not Rome. I can't remember. If if it says he's gone for Ingress or something like that, I'll... You should slap him in the face. <laughs> there are better reasons to go to Rome than to play an online game. That is true. Anyhow, he's uh, off gallivanting around Europe, so uh, we have this bonus episode lined up. It wasn't originally going to be Poltergeist Legacy, but uh, well, I penciled in an episode of Supernatural, but that was mainly for Alan's benefit, because he's a big Supernatural fan, and since he wasn't going to be here, I looked around for something a little bit more relevant and found this episode, which features... Two prominent Stargate guest stars, as well as a number of uh, other people who have guest starred in Stargate. So it seemed rather appropriate for one of our bonus episodes, especially since we haven't done this series before. True that. The interesting thing is Thomas has never seen this or heard of this (laughs) series. I might have heard of it, but I've never really paid it much of attention. Right. A little bit of trivia for this episode, or more to the point, the series. Poltergeist Legacy was a Canadian production. It was made through PMP Legacy Production House, Showtime and Trilogy Productions. It lasted for 88 episodes over four seasons, premiered in April the 21st, 1996, and the finale was November the 12th, 1999. Created by Richard Barton Lewis, who was also the producer on Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Backdraft and The Outer Limits. Like Stargate SG-1, series premiered on Showtime, the first okay. three seasons, and then was picked up by Sci-Fi for the fourth and final season. They didn't get it to last, unlike Stargate, which just went on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that should be a little bit more interesting. I've seen the episode, I've made some notes. Thomas is going into it uh, pretty cold. Hopefully everything will work out okay. If not, it's a bonus episode, you know. Take it or leave it. Indeed. That's the beauty of these things. When they get released, most people are doing other things more important than listening to podcasts. The dreaded Christmas shopping and <laughs> decorating and getting ready for family and friends. Hectic times. Yes, definitely. This video that we are going to be watching is taken from, I believe, a Region 2 source. The runtime is 42 minutes, 22 seconds. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't get any subtitles for this or a particularly better copy. It's uh, surprising. Uh, I had trouble even finding a decent DVD source, but then I looked on Amazon and found that uh, the only region that actually released the whole season on DVD was Australia. <laughs> um, both America and Europe only, I think, had the first two seasons. bit bizarre, but I suppose it's on a Netflix or maybe an Amazon streaming service somewhere. Possibly. Right then. The beauty of this episode, though, is there is a lion. It is an MGM production, of course. So we've... Uh, Listen to the line, and we've paused just as the line fades. So we're both staring at a black screen with the counter set to three seconds. If you wish to watch along, please light up with that. Otherwise, just sit back, press play, and listen to Thomas and myself discuss Portugal's legacy, The Inheritance. Are you ready, Thomas? Ready when you are. 
Right then, I'll do a three to one countdown and then we'll press play. Excellent. Three, two, one, clicky. Right, here we are. We're in a small American town in the south. I believe it, it could be Tennessee, mm. a town called Kingston. It has a definite southern feel to it. Yeah, it's definitely referred to. I had trouble making out what this guy was saying at first. I had to get this where the SRT file came in handy. He's basically, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Loose tongs to get cut out. Nah. So you know so much bad's happened. Definitely. Murder scene? Something smells bad. Yes, definitely. Yeah, he looked seriously uh, hyped up. Almost crazed. Oh, dear me. Uh-oh. That's <laughs> not pretty. That ain't pretty at all. Little old lady and a skeleton. Very moldy skeleton as well. Yes, a bit dried out. Although it makes you wonder how how long she's been dead. I mean, this smell shouldn't be that bad if it's fairly recent. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody been living there, of course. But who knows? Who knows, yeah. Right then. Poltergeist the Legacy. The Inheritance. Season 1, Episode 18. This episode was directed by Brad Turner. You may know from directing that he directed eight episodes of Stargate SG-1 and six episodes of Stargate Atlantis. Also directed episodes of 24, Shinara Chronicles, Legends, Andromeda, and Outer Limits. And written by Bill Blyke. This episode premiered on Showtime in America, August the 30th, 1996. So another show set in San Francisco. I see supernatural type things armed set in San Francisco also. Yep. Very interesting. Popular setting with, I guess, a lot of familiar landmarks. And so as the executor of your Aunt Rebecca's estate, it is my duty to inform you that as the only daughter of Rebecca's sister, Ruth, you have been named as her sole beneficiary. Right, this is Dr. Rachel Corrigan, played by Helen Shaver. Never appeared as an actress in Stargate, but she did direct the episode of Stargate Universe, Seizure. She's moved on from acting, is a very popular director in mainstream television these days. The daily soap operas or more the evening? Oh, uh, dramas. She's directed Vikings, Person of Interest, Orphan Black, Outer Limits, Special Victims Unit. Okay. Really has made the step up from in front of the camera to behind the camera. Was Rebecca older or younger than Oh, and here we go. Derek, the leader of the legacy, at least the San Francisco chapter house, gets flashes of precognition. So that always helps the story along. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking Kat. Kat? Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine, her daughter. Do you really think it's wise? She is Rebecca's family, her only family after me. And I don't know. When I picked up this letter, I felt something so disturbing. Though, if you've ever seen the show, you know this is going to be a bad thing. And they never listen to when people have these sort of premonitions. You, we always say that we'll be on guard, but invariably it happens. Yeah, you know something bad is going to happen. Now, this <laughs> this is a classic graveyard, isn't it? Yes, nice little steam or fog rolling through. You've got the insects, the moss on the trees. Significantly spooky. 
And a cop at the funeral? That's not necessarily standard. Uh, he, he may have known the deceased or easier way to introduce a, a character. From whence it came, and the spirit shall return unto God. This is Reverend Mandeville, played by Tim Dixon. That's his, uh, his brief appearance on the show. Young Catherine there. Hmm. Alexandra Purvis. A small, quiet ceremony. Yes, a surprisingly short skirt as well. Mrs. Corrigan, Rachel. Hey. I'm Harold Packard, Miss Cadwell's attorney. We spoke on the phone. Yes, Donis Davis. One of the reasons why I picked this episode. Sheriff Hank Parker, ma'am. And Gary Chalk. Mm-hmm. Two of them on screen together. Colonel Chekhov and General Hammond. <laughs> Took the liberty of reserving you one of the finest rooms at the Savannah Hotel. Actually, I'd like to stay at my aunt's house. Take inventory, close the place up. Don has a little bit more hair there than did in Stargate. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> He's playing Harold Taggart, who's the uh, attorney at law for this small town. Not quite sure if he's trustworthy or not. Do you ever really trust a lawyer? <laughs> no. <laughs> we leaving the daughter alone? Oh, with the lawyer. Yes, used to hear with a strange man. <laughs> These people I've never met before. You've got your aunt's eyes, Catherine. Exactly. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> that does not bode well. Yeah. It was delivered in a cheerful manner, but oh, I'm not sure. Cat and I will stay in that house regardless. Uh, I'd like to learn as much as I can about my aunt in the short time we're going to be here. One thing to stay in the home, that's never a good thing. It is a bit of a cliche, isn't it? Yes, it possibly the biggest cliche. Yeah, especially when the, the native townsfolk really don't want you to do that. Mm-hmm. Even have gone out of the way to get you a room at the local hotel. We're still holding him for questioning, but... Uh... I'm sure he'd just as soon stay locked up safe in that cell of his forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe a few racial overtones as well in this. Mm. I'm pretty sure he doesn't really want to stay locked up in a, in a cell, even if he hasn't been officially arrested. Especially if he hasn't been officially arrested. Yeah. Look, Rachel, uh, I've got appointments all day, so how about if I swing by tomorrow around... Oh, Rachel, very informal. We can discuss the details of the will. Should be pretty cut and dried, I'll have my secretary leave the keys in the mailbox. Donis Davis, of course, born August the 4th, 1942, passed away June the 29th, 2008. 160 episodes of SG-1 and a single episode of Atlantis. Interesting to know he's uh, listed on uh, the new Twin Peaks, which makes me wonder if there's going to be a little flashback using a bit of archive footage. Interesting. Actually left us the keys, or else we're going to be camping on the lawn tonight. That'd be fun. I'm not so sure. I remember they used to get mosquitoes as they did the buzzer. The <laughs> the staring through the lace curtains. <laughs> yes, they're throwing everything at this episode. Oh yeah, trope after trope. What is it, Mom? Yeah, mother and daughter. They have a very good relationship. They went through a lot in the early episodes of Legacy. Kind of bonded them together. She's hearing voices. She's going crazy. Lock her up. Yeah, let's stay at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Maid service. Turn down service. Mints on the pillow. Room service. I'm locking myself in here and not coming out. Yeah. Oh, they missed out on the creaking floorboard. Shame. Oh, I'm sure they'll be there later. 
an old house like this, it's got to happen. Squeaky door. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, those are all skeleton keys, even. Catherine Corgan, give me those. <laughs> this is going to take forever. Let's see, those are old skeleton keys. Yeah, they act like this is surprising. Look at the lock. You can tell which key is going to fit. The rest are rather, as you say, unique. Mm-hmm. Lucky guess. No, not really. <laughs> She's a grown-up. It came easy. Now, this surprised me. When they found uh, Rebecca deceased, this house smelt bad. Mom? Something feels weird. Oh, it's probably just big old empty house weird. That's all. It's okay. Judging from the uh, actions of the people around it. Maybe they aired it out a little bit? They must have aired it out a lot, because I imagine that lingers. one thing the music for this episode is good as well oh yeah old style what you'd expect from a 50s horror movie you know the haunted mansion mm-hmm. just a slight background noise nothing to really get in the way with anything no and look at the shine on that piano no dust yeah well if it only been a couple of days shouldn't be really any dust well i i assumed that well, i can't remember what his name was simon uh he was the you know the home help or something mm-hmm I can't imagine any other reason for him to be there. You know what? Nope. Zoning out. Yes. The music box. Often a source of uh, mischief. Strong emotions tied to it. Ghosts can attach themselves. Hey, take a look at this. Now, we're back at the legacy now. Nice little computer set up for back in the day. Yes. You watch an episode of Supernatural now and they do all this on a laptop. Mm hmm. Or a smartphone. Yeah. That is Alex Moreau, played by uh, Robbie Chung, Canadian actress. She's the sister of Ray Dawn Chung, who was in Commando. Most of the family acts. She's been in The Outer Limits, Cosby Show, Red Shoe Diaries, and ER. Simon, nobody's accusing you of murder or anything. I don't think this guy should be in a jail cell. Yeah. At the very least, maybe under medical supervision. Maybe a little bit of a padded room. I smell the blood of a gentleman. Now look, I don't want to hold you here any longer than I have to. <laughs> Simon likes it here. Simon sure doesn't want to go back to Miss Rebecca's house. And I'm sure Miss Rebecca's niece wouldn't want you there. What? Ooh. Uh-oh. That snaps him out of it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, not good, not good. Ooh, that's not good. Somebody's gone home. Steady, lad. Don't do it! Cut your tongue out! Simon says, shh! <laughs> feeling he's talking to somebody who's not there. Yeah, like he's seeing somebody else. Oh, here we are. Wind is open, mm-hmm. a little breeze. It must be a warm, humid night in Kingston. And watch the breeze come and blow the curtains open as the spirit comes in, of course. <laughs> Again, another trope. Here we go. <laughs> the shadow gently caressing her skin. Little choral music in the background as well. Little, what sounds like strings. Yeah, some strings and one voice singing. A flower. How romantic. <laughs> 
Now, how would a spirit look that real? Now, in the Godfather, you found something rather different under the bedclothes. What could this be? Oh, he's back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm definitely going to the hotel room. Run. And there's nothing there. This is the time you get in the car and you go to that hotel. Yes. Actually, this might be the time that you get in the car and just keep driving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, this was always a problem with the uh, the movie Poltergeist. Why didn't they move out a lot, lot earlier? Mm-hmm. What's the common link? Well, obviously, this house and all the stuff that's happened in it. You read the article, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, calling for a little backup. And I like the Star Trek doors. Yeah. Oh, so as it opens and closes. Yeah. That's when you've got an unlimited budget for your office. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very nice office at that. Nice little view out the window. The Legacy have been around a long time. They have old money. Yes. You may recognise Nick, played by Martin Cummins. He was in the SG-1 episode Forsaken. Eden Corso. Turned out to be a bit of a bad guy. Of course, so. I don't remember that episode. He was a prisoner, yeah, who uh, crashed in a ship and they thought he was a good guy. Turned out to be... Oh, yes. Also in Dark Angel, Smallville, Carla XY and V. He did direct three episodes of Poltergeist The Legacy. Helen here, she directed a single episode before moving on to uh, mainstream directing, as I mentioned. There we go. Freaky door. Freaking door. Yes. <laughs> Into the old abandoned room. That's a big old trunk. No doubt. Full of goodies. As you would expect, so much atmosphere being expressed in the music. No dialogue required. Yeah, can't move it. There we go. Have a body in there? <laughs> could hold one or two. It could, couldn't it? Yeah. Is that a hop? Mm, I think so. Oh, that evil? Yes. <laughs> Tell you that right from the start. That's evil. <laughs> it's a pretty doll, but definitely evil. I've seen a couple of scary movies. A lock of hair. No. Oh, a surprisingly ugly brooch. Yeah. And is she going to prick herself on the pen? Oh, dear me. Oh. <laughs> yes, she is. In betting terms, that was probably a dead cert. And why do you put it on? I know, bizarre, isn't it? Especially when all you, it's, you, you're in your dressing gown. <laughs> you know. Now, is she being possessed slowly but surely now? She's acting... She's not acting like herself at this stage. No. If you know the character, or even what we've seen of her. I mean, if you know there's supernatural things that go on just like this, why would you know? Yeah, that's it. She's been exposed to this since episode one of the series enough to know... to have a guard up at all times. Mm -hmm. Have a look at this. Yeah. See, look. There's a picture of my mom, your grandma. She's with her sister Rebecca. 
I thought you said they didn't get along. They look happy together. Yeah, they do, don't they? Mm-hmm. I think they were just teenagers there. That's always the case until little thing. Who knows what could... Oh, God, he looks a bit... Mm-hmm. That looks disturbingly possessive. Yeah, he, he looks a bit angry, even. I mean, even with old-style photography, you know, don't move for counter three. <laughs> Almost like he can jump out of the picture and get you. Yes, he does. <laughs> Pretty hair, just like the daughter. Yeah, never thought of that. Who's that? I think that's Rebecca when she got all grown up. Yes, the same, the same look as a father as well. Yeah, the same angry face. That Rebecca is played by Heather Hansen, another Canadian actress. She was in SG One as well. She played Jayla in the awesome episode Need. Mm. One of Alan's favorite episodes. <laughs> oh, love the hat, Mr. Taggart. Totaling roughly $97,000 goes directly to you. $97,000. How did you ever manage to save so much? Oh, that's a bit shaky. Yeah. Rebecca taught piano lessons way back when. That's about it. Yeah, I've got to agree. $98,000 from piano lessons. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Unfortunately, the state taxes will take most of it. There's so much I don't know about my aunt. I think there's probably so much shifty going on here. Most definitely. Strange investments, such like. After you're gone, the best thing would be to tear this old place down, sell it for a lot value. Here we go. He's had this all planned out the moment Rebecca died. Mm-hmm. Oh, a possessed teacup. Yeah. Oh! Oh, Jimmy. All over the well. <laughs> I'm just a little bit upset here. And it will stay in. <laughs> I think at this point we're seeing that he is not above board lawyer. I mean, he's doing all these deals behind her back and just expecting to sign away the deed to the house and be done with it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what sort of percentage he's already worked out for himself. Yeah. Maybe he wants to get the property himself or something else. Could be, yeah. The old buried treasure. <laughs> I imagine that the house is old enough to make it worth knocking down and rebuilding something more modern. But there's something about the history of those old houses that just... There, there's there's something nice about that old look and feel. If they've been maintained, I'd imagine yes. Hey, now don't be getting rude on us, Simon. You want to talk to her or not? Now she and her little girl are going back home in a couple of days. It's your call. Alone? Oh, I don't believe I can do that. How about just letting the guy out? You keep telling him he's not under arrest. Yeah. What if I moved back here? Would that be okay? Well, that's unusual. <laughs> yeah, you just keep going further back. You've got that brooch on. I don't want to see you. Okay. Like I say, we saw him sniffing, so does he... He knows something is wrong already. Well, it's probably something from whenever he was there before. Again, it's not really explained his relationship with Rebecca. Did, was he just visiting that, that day and he did discover the bodies, or was he, uh, you know, the odd job man? or Caretaker, was he... Yeah, just helping around the house or something. Hired help. Or was he helping to keep the secret? Whoa! Came out of the blue. It's almost like he's possessed. Simon is played by Tony Burton. He was born in 1937. Unfortunately, he passed this year, uh, February the 25th. 
I was thinking where I recognised him, and then I looked at IMDb. Rocky Two and Rocky Balboa. Ah. I'm pretty sure he was in one of one of the corners at one time. Probably. Also been in Twin Peak, Airwolf, TJ Hooker. <laughs> A busy actor during the 80s. Mm-hmm. Even now, I... Simon says, shh. Simon. Simon. Did Miss Rebecca tell you anything about the man that she was with? The one that they found her lying next to? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to come close to you. You just tried to rip my head off. She's just not thinking, is she? All of a sudden, he looks sane and dangerous. Protect the locket. Mm, yeah, protect that ugly garish brooch. Get the hell out of there now! A tasket! A tasket! He is a bit manic. Yeah, he needs to be in a padded room, like now. Yeah, for his own safety. A little piano music now and then is always a good thing. Unless we're in a trance. Yes, when she's just looking off off into the distance. I didn't know you, you could play the piano. I can't. <laughs> Pretty good, Mom. Picking that tune up by ear. It has a mournful sound to it. Yeah, not exactly a cheerful piece. Mummy is not here anymore, girl. <laughs> Mom, are you okay? Okay, kid. This is when you run for it. Like now. Yeah. Oh, where'd he come from? I guess the door was left open. Hey, sweetness. I've been standing outside knocking for about five minutes. We didn't hear you. He must have picked the lock as well. I assume they locked up that night. Yeah. No worries, though, the cavalry's in a... That's not a dress I would have brought to a funeral if I was a woman. It's too elegant. I wonder if she's, you know, made use of... Oh, hello. Of Rebecca's closet. Rebecca. I would say so with that comment. Rebecca. Yes, not not exactly the uh, greetings I expected, but nice to see you as well. (laughs) Rebecca. Oh, there we go. Nope. I think the evidence does indicate when she pricked a finger on that needle, mm-hmm. on the on the pin, something happened. Most definitely. Come in. And I want to know who put her into a nightclub. Um, hopefully. <laughs> there are boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> They've been through a lot before. We know that, but. <laughs> yeah, where's the holy water on the crosses? You know, exercise the demon, get it out of here. And there's the brooch, of course, on the scene. What happened to me down there? I- it makes two of us. Three, including Cat. I finally got her to bed. She's she's pretty worried about her mom. I just... This is so hard on her, and I'm not being much help, but... I'm not coping with this very well. I say we're going to get this through the rest of the episode, both personalities in, in one body. We've seen Rebecca slowly taking control more and more. Mm-hmm. The big question is, what is her ultimate goal? What does she want? What does she need? Some do say that spirits just have unresolved issues. They have to get resolved and then they can pass on. Is that the case here? 
run away from grief. It's, you know, I've counseled enough people who've tried to do that. And what I need to do is just stay here and cope with it. I'm pretty sure that daily home has been used in many a TV show. Oh, most likely. Sure she's acting a little bit odd, but then who wouldn't be? We should see this place. Nick, she's faced death before. In the past year, Rachel has experienced more trauma than most people ever do. That's an old phone. Yep. Derek DeLint plays Derek Rain. He was born in Holland. He's been in uh, China Beach, Alias, NCIS, and a significant number of programs in his home country. Interesting choice for an American series, you know, a, a Dutch lead. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Oh, she's uh, having an interesting dream this time, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, most definitely, yes. Uh, that's more like it. Oh, my. Oh, my. Was that a <laughs> pinnacle I saw there? I, I think that that could have been a couple of people in, with arms akimbo, but <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly a little more daring nighty than she was wearing first time around. Uh, yes. I think this Rebecca was a bit of a goer, you know, dabbled in the black arts and everything that supposedly goes with that sort of thing. Miss mm-hmm. Rebecca wouldn't let me be free. Said she'd, she'd kill me first. Time to get it out. That doesn't sound very good. No, but when you're already decided that you're going to burn, then you can clean your conscience like. That woman and her child. Too many flies. Jeff Parker, I gotta tell everything I know so that you can save them. Oh, hello. Um, Rebecca, by any chance? Well, she seems to be getting through all the uh, locked doors very easily anyway. Mm-hmm. Who's there? And there seems to be rather strong draft inside the prison cell, prison block. <laughs> yeah, fluttering of the dress. I swear. Thought she was spontaneously combusting him for a second. That was a big flame, wasn't it? You would have thought it'd have been more effective to burn him alive. Yeah, and surely in a small town. Don't beg, man. Don't beg. Surely, small town, the jailers would hear him screaming and whatnot, and that song. And all this I was writing down. That's nothing. Don't worry. She doesn't look like the forgiving sort, though. No. Well, knowing then, they've probably gone on for the night and just left him. He'll be all right. Yes, vanity. My name is Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like Rebecca had a varying taste in perfumes. Lots of different bottles and sizes and shapes. Mom. Can't you scare me? That I knocked, but you won't answer. What do you want? Nick sent me up. He wants to talk to you. Yeah, I get the feeling that Rebecca wasn't, didn't really have a maternal streak in her either. Yeah. Are you sure you're okay, Mom? Catherine, I said I'll be down in a second. Oh, don't push me, little person. Definitely rather vain, it looks like. Old documents. An incredible resource for the paranormal investigator. What's going on? Ooh. A noticeable shift in the personality. Oh, God. How? He died of a heart attack last night in his cell. And when I got back, I found this in the porch. Looks like a forensics report. 
It's on your Aunt Rebecca and the body they found with her. Who left it there? Well, I would think somebody who wanted some help. Well, she's dressing conservatively now. She obviously must have realised she needs to make an effort at this Rachel front. Yeah, conservative, but I wouldn't necessarily say modern either, even for the 80s, 90s. Well, she's dressing her daughter rather... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering this is mid-90s, you know. Yeah, the pullover sweaters. Not necessarily something that would have been used a lot in the 90s. Unknown. What would you expect after 40 years? Well, I wouldn't expect this. What happened to the body after he died? Well, so that skeleton been there 40 years. No wonder he, he looked like he did. Mm-hmm. Body embalmed for decades in herbal resins had pieces of flesh, organs, and bone carved away in a precise pattern, suggesting post-mortem surgical mutilation as opposed to a regular pattern of decay. And that's not surprising. You know, there wouldn't have been any soft tissue left, would there? Just dried and leather. Yeah, in the 90s, you know, DNA technology would have been severely limited, if any was available. They could probably match blood type and maybe overall genome, but not much else. I'm going to fax this to Derek. What time did you say that uh, lawyer was coming by? Baggage, um, a few minutes, six o'clock. Well, that's not engraving the skeleton. <laughs> there may not even be anybody around to know that 40 years ago, you know, Rebecca had fella. Mm-hmm. I assume if it were a husband, there'd be records, but obviously not going to be a death certificate unless you dug him up after the fact. Go on, get the metronome going. Add that little extra spookiness. I really should have tried to find out what this tune was. Yeah, and this reminded me of The Shining. This is the time, Catherine, when you get up and run. Yes, this right <laughs> here, come play with us. Run, child. Run like the wind. What's that, Dolly? Should we go see? I sincerely hope it was her nodding the doll's head. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, this girl's been exposed to a few things in the se in the series as well, you know, so you'd hope she knew better. Uh, you would hope, but the young sometimes do tend to forget the obvious things to do. And, well, apparently the mother does as well. Yeah. The bedroom and the chest again, where it all started. There's a temptingly bright yellow boxes to play with. And everything else is a sepia tone, that's a bit odd. Designed to draw the attention of a young girl? It's big enough. Well, we can assume that uh, at this point, that's the spirit or the ghost. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's not something you want to be playing with. Come here, child. and that probably triggered her ability to see old Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Beth Jerkov plays old Rebecca. Unfortunately, she passed in 2015. Oh, we are gonna be such good friends. So does she see her throughout the rest of the series, or just this episode? Just this episode. Okay. Nobody's in. Oh, oh, there she is. Good afternoon, Mrs. Corrigan. Uh, on time, as promised. I brought by the papers for you to sign for the sale of the house. Well, I don't think I'll be signing any papers right now, Mr. Taggart. Back with that brooch. What? He wants you to sign these papers. Also notice that she's definitely picked up an accent. Yeah, she definitely picked up a bit of an accent there. 
and attitude. This is this is Rebecca. Definitely Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a flower in the ointment man. You had no right to do that. To be fair, you not even put it on the open market. You've done a you know behind the door deal. I don't understand. <laughs> One way or another, you've got to sell eventually. Not if I decide to stay here. What are you talking about? Well, hello. How long do you think you're going to stay here? I might just stay here forever. Stay here forever. Forever. Definitely forever. Yeah, she. My guess is that she used men as toys. Mm-hmm. And when she was in a prime. Yeah. Oh, on a rain, rainy night. <laughs> a lone mailbox on a muddy road. I imagine he lived in a nice fancy house in the middle of town somewhere, not not out in the boonies. Well, I mean, small little roads, you know, small towns. You get out of the city a lot and you've got dirt roads everywhere. Who are you? What are you doing here? There's a blind arm in here, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe he doesn't recognize her. But I imagine if she dressed like that when she was alive. Yeah, this is not going to end well. The weather, the lightning. <laughs> and another one. Dramatic. Oh, Harold. We knew you for so so little. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Harold. I'm not saying you didn't deserve it, but... They do love the fog effect in this series. To be fair, I think San Francisco is known for the, you know, for the mist rolling in from... The bay, yeah. Yeah. As a kid, you know, we, we always used to go up to a place pretty much guarantee at least two days in the week. The mist would roll in and it, it literally you couldn't see where you were going for a couple of hours. No. Occult markings carved into the seam of the skullcap. Oh, pendants. Oh, yeah, we've definitely... Light bulbs going off. <laughs> we've definitely stepped into the evil, evil magics. Yes, yeah, so that brooch is actually carved from the bones of whoever that bloat was. Mm-hmm. Only this kind of... Desecration over decades is highly unusual. Bet you Cortland must have meant very much to Rebecca in life for her to use him so extensively in death. Let's say, look at the computer power in this room. It's remarkable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's this? Uh, it's a photograph Nick faxed along with the rest. It's Rachel's mom and her sister Rebecca 60 years ago. Uh, black and white fax pictures. Yeah, so he just always had the premonition ability to see little wee snippets of things here and there. Yep. Call him. Have they planned for so carefully together, Matthew? Um. Oh, hello. That's a, yeah, an interesting <laughs> position. Yes, that promises a lot. Mm-hmm. Although, look at the eyes. Crazy eyes. Yeah. The seeding ritual. Yeah, I thought I saw the star there. Yes, this is this was some sort of black magic ritual designed to conceive a child. Mm-hmm. Ritual. Dark power. It didn't take, obviously. Uh, I don't know how it would with it. <laughs> More oil. More oil. Yeah. That was deep, <laughs> deep scratches. God, she killed him. Ooh. Ah. Who the hell's that supposed to be? Is that Rachel? It didn't look like Rachel or Rebecca. I'm not sure who it was. Matthew, her beloved, died during the act 40 years ago, and she's kept him <laughs> in the marital bed since then. That's a bit creepy. And she is a little upset. Mm-hmm. We have the chance to live again. Oh, 
Okay, Rebecca looks very smug and pleased with herself. Oh, Ooh. Oh, CGI. Yeah. That oh. probably cut off the budget. <laughs> Hello? Nick. Derek, what'd you find out? More than I would wish on anyone. Necromancy. Necromancy? How? I'm not sure, but it involves some sort of pendant. What would it look like? Oval in shape. Two to three inches. Carved from one of Matthew Cortland's bones. It gives Rebecca Spirit its power. I want you to find and destroy it. Why is he so sweaty? Maybe he was outside and he's wet. If this was a classic series, though, the phone would be out as well. Yeah. The bridge would be washed out, all sorts. <laughs> and the power out as well. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there we go. Nah. Are you there? If he's not on the speakerphone, just picking up the handset ain't going to work either. Yeah. I mean, his particular skill set, though, as a Navy SEAL, isn't really called for in this story. Yeah. You want a little bit more of a delicate touch. Yeah. Derek would actually be better on site. Of course, you don't need that right now. <laughs> well, hopefully she won't need it at all. It's a bit suspect, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Yeah. Take the book and burn it. That's the only sensible thing to do. Rachel? I know you know what's happening here. And you can be part of it if you like. <laughs> no. You can take Matthew's place. We can be a family. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Um, exercising demon, uh, one. So what now? Oh, there we go. And he has two and two together. Rebecca. Now. <laughs> oh, now Kat and Rachel get to stay here and become the family I never had. The family I was cheated out of. But the death of me, I Yes, I can imagine the director telling the young girl, just just look nervous, and mm -hmm. that's it. More, more, please. She's looking at things. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> he was the only man I ever loved. That's why I kept him with me all these years. Matthew and I were going to have a child, a special child, one born of ritual. I think it was his time. Did she give him a heart attack or something or the other? I'm not quite sure. It must have been. I mean, all we... Unless the the actual spell they were doing killed him. Mm, possibly. If they were trying to, you know, magically enhance the child, who knows? Hey, watch it. Ooh, ow. That's got to hurt. Is this what this is all about? Is sibling rivalry, then? Yeah. Watch it. Come on. <laughs> I'll be honest to tell you, this series often went right to the edge on subjects like this. Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the benefits of Showtime doing some of the funding of it. The brooch fell off. Ah, yeah. So that's why it's back being Rachel. Oh. Ooh, nice bit of morphine. State of the art back then. How did the brooch reappear back on her? That's my question. Ooh. <laughs> wind, wind machines, more wind machines, manic laughter. Heaving bosom, the brooch, not the dress. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't there a minute ago. It wasn't, was it? No. 
Ooh, and of course into the fire. And Rebecca is still fighting. Oh, so now the girl even sees it. First time we've seen that fireplace uh-huh. as well. Ooh, dreams. Very vaporized. That's got a cost you pretty in the budget too. Cleansing fire. Right, burn the house down as well while mm-hmm. we're at it. Just in case. Again, excellent use of music as well. Yeah. And Nick. Nick. Tell me. It's over. Rebecca's spell's broken. Rachel and Cat are both okay. Excellent, Nick. Good work. Bring him home. <laughs> yeah, we're still alive. Nobody's died too horribly that we know of yet. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you know, the lawyer's dead. I'm not quite sure about the sheriff. You know, the prisoner's dead. Yeah, Simon's dead as well. <laughs> and Idira, I always hated her. I'm jealous of her. She had a job. She had a house. I mean, good God. Yeah. So, who is that old man there? Is that their father? Yeah, that's uh, just like Rachel's great-grandfather. Mm. Nice touch, the uh, Rebecca, not looking at the camera, looking at Ruth. Yeah. So I wonder if Rebecca was the older child and the younger child's the favorite as it ends up being a lot of times. Could have been, yeah. And it doesn't take much, maybe the first to marry, the first to make an achievement. Mm-hmm. Right, that was Poltergeist's legacy, the inheritance. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> It's not a bad series that I can remember. Like I said, I watched it first time around. It, it appeared over here on Sky One. It was rather a big say-so at the time. It was riding off the back of the Poltergeist movie. Mm-hmm. So it got a lot of promotion. The opening episode, I think, was a full feature length. They went over to Ireland. Big money, big production. Oh. And I pretty much stayed with it for the four seasons it was on. Interesting. Yeah, definitely a good little series. We have to see if sometimes it's actually... On something I can watch. <laughs> yeah, it's strange, isn't it? We've got more choice and more options, but there's still still shows that just vanish into the mist. I was lucky enough to have one of my co-workers that had all of B5, because you can't find it anywhere unless you want to buy it all on DVD. Oh, uh, yes. Alan is never shy about telling anybody how Wonder Brothers shafted B5 and JMS. Yeah, well, it's one I I wish they would re-release Blu-ray and digital because it it definitely has a lot of the beginning tropes of a lot of things, just like Star Trek did. I think B five has got a fan base that would support a re-release on Blu-ray. Oh, definitely. Even if it did cost them a significant amount of money to do some restoration work on it. Definitely, just like Firefly, it's one of those that it's loved and followed by a lot. Yeah. What do you think of the episode then? Did you did you enjoy it? Yeah, not bad. It was it was it definitely was definitely a lot of tropes that you could see coming, but it was it was well put together. It was enjoyable. Good. I wouldn't have blocked. if you just says no, it would be <laughs> <laughs> throw it in the bin. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, probably not a series that you'll deliberately go to look for though, is it? I've been on a little bit of an old kick lately. I've been finishing up sliders. Like I said, finished Babylon Five a while back, so I might. Who knows? I would recommend the uh, premiere episode, if that's the only other episode you watch. Mm-hmm. Like all pilots or premiere episodes, they do throw some money at it. Yeah. They want to make a good impression. I like the original Stargate episode where you see Jare and all of her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they redid it. Yeah, again, because this series was 
partly from majority funded by Showtime, it did often really hit the mature limit. Mm-hmm. Well, that episode had its moments there. Yeah. It kind of toned itself down when it found its footing. Okay, then, that was Poltergeist The Legacy, The Inheritance. Next week, I'm not exactly sure at the time of the recording. It could be another bonus episode, or it could be the return of Stargate Universe. At this point, we have no idea. Me again. As I edit this, I'm looking at the bonus episodes we've got left. Travellers has just premiered on Netflix across the world. I might save that till next week. So, no. Next week, we're going to be looking at the Stargate movie. A discussion about it, not a commentary. What a rush. Stay right here and shoot anything that comes down that ramp. Your job here is to realign the Stargate. Can you do that or not? I can't. What the hell is going on? My orders were simple. Track down signs of any possible danger. Well, I found some. I can't make it work without the seven symbol. We have to abandon base camp! We got seven minutes. Now, the most amazing discovery of our time. Yes! Wait for me. Is about to become the most extraordinary adventure of all time. Kurt Russell, James Spader, Jay Davidson. Stargate. A Roland Emmerich film. So that's the episode, bonus episode next week. The week after, we'll do Travelers, and then we'll do the Atlantis wrap-up show. And hopefully we're back into universe in the new year. Stay tuned. Thank you very much for joining us. If you do want to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear what you think about these bonus episodes or Stargate in general. If you do fancy getting in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form, which is on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google Plus and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website. If you have a minute, then a rating or review on either of those services would be most welcome. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released, can also be found on our website, under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on that device to all the shows, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Right then, let's wrap up. But until then, Thomas, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure, Mike. I've been Mike. And Thomas. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.